It is Pentecost Sunday. Pentecost is celebrated on the 50th day from Easter Sunday. It commemorates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and followers of Jesus Christ. Bishop Robert Gruse has been doing a novena with his parishioners at the Diocese of Saginaw leading up to today, Pentecost Sunday. Bishop Gruse, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. It's great to be with you. It's wonderful to be with you and have you on again here on Epiphany. And you've been doing this beautiful novena uh, uh, with your parishioners at the Diocese of Saginaw. So talk to us about Pentecost. Um, How do we as Catholics, you know, um, acknowledge this day? And how important was this novena leading up to today? Well, you know, first of all, you know, the Feast of Pentecost really in many ways, we would kind of look at it as kind of the birthday of the Church. You know, so Christ has ascended into heaven, um, or he, and he pours out his Holy Spirit. You know, the promised Holy Spirit has been poured out upon the disciples and Mary um, so that they might truly, as he, as he said, go and be witnesses, you know, throughout you know, Judea, all of Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And so in some sense, you know, the Church has been born um, with, the, with the sending of the Holy Spirit. And um, But uh, why, why is that important? Um and why is this novena important? Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's important because I believe that um, we cannot do the work Jesus calls us to to do unless we have, you know, the gifts and the power of the Holy Spirit with us. Um, because it's really the, the very heart of, of, you know, the very heart of the Father and the Son poured out upon us in the Holy Spirit um, that empowers us and encourages us. And if you think about the gifts of the Holy Spirit that come with confirmation, you know, all of these things, all these gifts help us um, want to be grow into mature discipleship, um, but 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 also to help us and to give us this courage. You know, this fortitude is one of the gifts of the Spirit to go out and be those disciples whom whom Jesus has called us to be, to be His living presence in the world today. Um, you know, as a, you know, as the, the, the Spirit of God transforms us and, um, through us, the world can be transformed, and that's I mean that's why the you know the this novena is important because really the purpose of it is just really to inflame our hearts once again with the power of the Holy Spirit or, you know, have that, you know, the, the flame come more alive or the gifts of the Holy Spirit come more alive in us. Um, and, um, you know, the Church needs that, you know, in all times and all seasons. So it's uh, it's important, I think, to continue to ask for this outpouring of the Spirit um, every day, not just in a nine-day novena, but certainly, you know, it's just, it's, this novena kind of focuses our hearts and our minds upon the gifts of the Spirit that, that have been given to us in confirmation. Um, but it's, uh, you know, we can never have the, enough of the Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> never. You know, I I often pray, Bishop Cruz, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. And I used to say that all the time without really truly understanding what I was asking, you know? It's like I pray that, but what am I really asking the Holy Spirit to do? Guide me, help me, lead me. And, you know, and I realized as I got older and matured, I really am calling, I'm inviting the Holy Spirit in every moment of my life, especially when I am on the air, come and guide this conversation. And and I love in the second day of the novena that you uh, just went through uh, is the gift of wisdom. And, you know, it's, it's a prayer that I've asked for for a long time myself. Can you share with our listeners, you know, this gift of wisdom and how we ask the Holy Spirit for this wisdom and how it's mentioned in Scripture? Well, I mean, the, you know, wisdom. I think is, um, you know, it's it's it's, the, it's one of the primary, it's one of the primary gifts. And you know, if, if we're going to, you know, to be filled with wisdom, it's really to come to, 
you know, to really understand and come to know the heart of God and, and, and what we do and um, to help us to be wise disciples. And um, so all of our decisions and um, are really guided by the Spirit of, through this through this wisdom um, that's, that's been given to us. It's really, it's really a song, you know, the wisdom of the Father poured out through us in the Holy Spirit. So it is important. So if we want to know the mind of God, in order to in order to do the will of God, I think it's we have to come to know the mind of God, right? The wisdom of God, and that's you know, that's where this wisdom comes in, in into in play. And it's not it's not an earthly wisdom, you know. It's not it's not about common sense. Well, it's being wise. Well, it's just kind of. But it's really it's a spiritual wisdom. And all of these gifts, you know, really are spiritual gifts. Um, it's to be contrasted with, you know, these these natural gifts or. Or, or worldly, earthly gifts, or whatever you might call them, um, human gifts, perhaps, um, but they're mm-hmm. spiritual gifts, and so they really connect us, um, you know, to, um, you know, to the, you know, to, to the Lord in a very particular way, depending upon the gifts. So we all need them, and they need to be alive in us. Mm-hmm. Again, if we're going to answer the call to discipleship and really grow into that mature discipleship, a disciple of Jesus. So, Bishop, what is the spiritual gift of then of understanding? We, you know, we, we hear the word understanding. We think we know what that means from a human sense. But what is understanding from a spiritual sense? Well, understanding is, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's one thing just to kind of read, you know, to, to read about our faith and, you know, um, to, um, you know, to, but you know, to read about something and to understand it are two different things. And so, this understanding, the gift of understanding, uh, you know, it really allows us and helps us um, to, you know, this like wisdom and knowledge, understanding. That in my mind, they're all kind of connected. Um, and so, they um, it's it helps us to understand the you know the tenets of our faith in a deep you know in an interior way and in, in a deep way. Um, and um, it's um, and understand the you know our faith you know in, mm-hmm. in the deep way so we can say yes to that yeah um, you know it's, it's about being able to say you know to say yes to that mm-hmm. Bishop you you just it is Pentecost Sunday and so you went through the novena but is it ever too late to start this novena can we do it any time during the year. Well, novenas can be prayed any time during the year. It doesn't matter if it's just one to the Holy Spirit or one to, you know, a Marian novena or one to St. Joseph or, or one to, you know, whoever it might be. Because really what we're asking for in a novena is nine days of asking, and really in some sense pleading and begging, you know, for whatever the novena is about. And so in this sense, you know, the, you know the, this novena to the Holy Spirit, it's, yes, of course we can, we can pray it at any time. I'm obviously a... Oftentimes, novenas you know, begin nine days before the actual feast day of, of, of what we're coming up to. So this is this began nine days. This is what novena means: is nine days of prayer um, leading up to the celebration of the feast of, uh, feast of uh, Pentecost, um, where, where um, the Lord poured out His Holy Spirit upon His apostles and disciples. So yes, um, and, and they're encouraged. <laughs> we need all the yeah. spiritual help we we need all the spiritual help we can get, right? Amen. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah we do. <laughs> <laughs> individually and collectively, Bishop Groves, I think we need it individually and as a society. Absolutely. You know, it's um you know, we can 
we'll be the disciples to the extent that the Holy Spirit is alive in us. You know, and that's why I think that I, I'm constantly telling my people, you know, that we should be asking for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit daily upon us, you know, so that we can be the dis- the disciple today that Jesus is calling us to be um, in the present moment. We can, you know, be more fully His living presence um, today um, as He's calling us to be. So, you know, this, His 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 Spirit allows us, and you know, allows us to do that. Um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the way Jesus remains with us. Some people think about, you know, so Jesus, you know, he suffered, he died on the cross, he, he was raised from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and this is where he is. And um, But if we think about it, so he sent his spirit upon us, like his spirit upon us. So he, if we think about it, he is more present today to us than he was than he's when he walked on the face of the earth. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it's really, it's a beautiful, you know, if, 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 if we want to walk with Jesus daily, then the Holy Spirit allows us to do that. Um, and we know it's His Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is the love between the Father and Son poured out upon the world. Um, how beautiful is that? You know, the love of the Father and Son, this intimate, pure love between the, the Father and Jesus poured out upon the whole world. Um and each one of us has access to that um, every day, every moment. Um, it's what a gift, you know. It's just it's a beautiful gift. The, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we're talking because, about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the novena uh, that Bishop Grouch just went through uh, with his uh, parishioners through the Diocese of Saginaw. And it's not too late to do the novena yourself. Um, we'll put the link up on the AveMariaRadio.net, a link to the novena that Bishop Bruce has shared with everyone else. I love the fact that the, the fourth day where it talks about judgment following understanding and really judging, helping us judge between what should be done and what should be avoided in our daily life. Can you speak to us about that, Bishop Bruce? Well, it's... um. You know, everything, you know, uh, we're offered a lot every day, you know, every single day. And uh, um, we have to have to have a discerning heart to think about what is good for me as a Christian? You know, what is what is of God and what isn't? Um, because we always know, like, the evil one is around the corner. Mm-hmm. He's around every corner. He's under every rock, you know, trying to, you know, and, and he desires to lead us away from the Lord. And for people who are following the Lord... That's not an easy task for him, and so he has to find a way to um, sugarcoat things. You know, he's a, he's a great deceiver, so he presents to us half truths, right? Mm-hmm. And and so um, and and so we have to be able to discern, to judge. You know, what is good and what isn't good. You know, what what should be done, what should be avoided in our daily life. And so, you know. Um, you know, with you know, with the help of the gifts of knowledge and understanding, um, this um, this this gift is is a way to help us to make decisions in the ordinary ordinariness of our life. Um, but it's it's in a it's in a spiritual union with the Lord, um, and so this this is what this gift does: is it allows us to see um, with spiritual eyes what is good and what isn't good what is helpful, what isn't helpful, what is drawing us to the Lord and what is drawing us away from the Lord. Um, you know, I think as, as it says in the Novena, there's kind of a, it's, a, it's a gift of spiritual common sense 
Um, mm-hmm. But it, but it, but it is spiritual, and then we have to, you know. So it gives us the spiritual lives of the Lord to see, you know, what is right and what is good. Mm-hmm. And you know, in this novena, we talked about you know um, understanding and judgment and knowledge, and there's also the the gift of reverence and wonder. Um, what does that mean to us as as Christians, uh, and as we call in the Holy Spirit, reverence and wonder? So the gift of reverence, I think it's um, there's different words used for these gifts. Um, the gift, the gift of reverence, in some sense, you know, as I used to teach it in my parish, would be, and it's, it's and even it's, it's part of the text in the rite of confirmation is the gift of piety. Mm. You know, um, it, it allows us this gift of reverence. It it, it um, fills our hearts with the desire um, to have this deep love and affection toward the Lord. Um, it inspires us to um, really to, you know, look at, look at other people, you know, look at the world through the, through the lens of, of God and how he has created it, to look, through, look at other people in the sense of, you know, that all people are created in the image and likeness of God. Um, it, it draws us into a desire to you know, to worship the Lord, not only on, you know, on Sundays, but each and every day of our life, um, so that we can, it's, it really is it's a form of, it's really, is, in some sense, as we reverence the Lord, it brings us more deeply into union with Him, um, and where we're, our lives, as, as we, can, we can surrender our lives more completely to Him because of this profound love that He has placed in our hearts toward Him, and... Um, it's. I mean, it is a beautiful gift, um, but it's really is. It's, it's. It's. It's at the heart of it. I think you know. There's different definitions of it, but it. It helps us to grow in desire uh, for the Lord and for the Lord alone. Mm-hmm. And, and that's with wonder and awe, our respect for God, in such a way that we, you know, uh, best to avoid anything that might damage that relationship with Christ. Is is that part of the Holy Spirit guiding us to bring us closer to God? Yeah, well, so the gift of wonder and awe. So that's one. That's one way to put it. Another, um, uh, again, what's in the ritual for the sacrament of confirmation for this particular gift is the fear of the Lord. You know, and um, you know, that's. I guess when I was, you know, was learning it years ago or taught it years ago, it was the gift of wonder and awe. But now, now it's it's more looked upon as as as, as the gift of the fear of the Lord because it's more scriptural. And um, but the fear of the Lord is not that I'm afraid of God in the sense of you know having perhaps like getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar or whatever for fear of punishment, but you know the, this gift of the fear of the Lord, this gift of wonder and awe is that you know I when I look at myself, I see myself as something, someone very little in compared you know to the grandeur and awesomeness and, and the largeness uh, of God. And, and 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 so, how do I live this out? Is I, I live this out in in a sense that I want to live my life that is com- totally pleasing to the Lord, because the fear is not in being punished, but the fear comes from my own heart of not, you know, not loving the God, loving the Lord, um, the way I should, which is sin, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, afraid of it's it's a, it's a fear in my own heart of sinning, and hurting this relationship. Um, that I have uh, with the Lord, um, so it's 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 kind of the it's it's I mean it's a beautiful I mean what a way to live our life daily you know 
in such a way that I'm, I'm going to be conscious of all my thoughts, words, and deeds for you because I don't want to fear the Lord, because I don't want to damage or hurt the relationship of this relationship of love that the Lord has with me. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Bishop Groose from the Diocese of Saginaw on Pentecost Sunday and the novena that his diocese just went through leading up to today on Pentecost. But it's never too late to do the novena. We'll share it on AveMariaRadio.net. You can also go to the diocese's website in Saginaw, and I'll also put on my communications evangelist coach Vanessa Denhagarmo Facebook page. There will be a link to there as well to the novena. And, and Bishop, uh, we end the novena on the ninth day uh, with the Holy Spirit and the God of love and how Jesus taught us that we are to love, you know, one another. Can you speak to our listeners about that? Well, um, you know, who is love itself? You know, God is love. I mean, St. John was very clear regarding that. And, and he who loves abides in God and God abides in them. And um, we cannot love, uh, we can only love because we have been first loved by God. You know, so the Holy Spirit is, you know, this, you know when, when people, when we celebrate the, uh, not Pentecost, but, you know, the, um, the Trin- you know, Trinity Sunday, for example, you know, so what is the Trinity? Well, it's the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, the love between the Father and the Son is the Holy Spirit that's been poured out upon us. And so the Lord has poured out his love, his Holy Spirit, upon us as our advocate, our helper. Um, And he has sent it to each one of us. We received it in baptism, and we received it again in confirmation. It it comes alive in us every time we receive the Lord in the Eucharist, um, because, you know, it's love. You know, God is is love, and it's, it's, uh, it's not just a sign, it's a very, it's a living presence of the love of God that's been poured out upon us and that lives inside of us. And, um, you know, as the scripture says, whoever, as Jesus said, whoever loves me, you know, my Father and I will, will love and come to live in them. Mm. Um, and so it's, um, and, and it allows us to love God with, you know, the, the, you know the, the two commandments Jesus left us, love God above everything, um, and then love our neighbor as ourselves. Um, and so if, when we're filled with this life of the Holy Spirit, um, the love between the Father and the Son, then then we are empowered, if you will, um, by this helper, the advocate, the paraclete, to go out and love the way the Lord has called us to imitate the love that is, um, you know, the, the, by which we have been have been loved um, um, through the you know the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Hmm. Bishop Bruce, what else would you like to share with our listeners here in Epiphany before we let you go? I'm sorry, say that again. What what else would you like to share with our listeners here on Pentecost Sunday with our listeners here on Epiphany before we let you go? You know, my message encouragement is is for people to um, begin to daily ask for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is one thing. Um, because, again, as I said earlier, we can, we never have enough of it. And um, we're only humans, and we can, you know, we can only drink, you know, <laughs> we, we, we can only drink from the well to our own capacity, right? And so the Lord, or Lord always has more for us. You know, there's a saying that someone shared with me one time, or I read it somewhere, that, you know, the, the Holy Spirit is like, you know, it's, um, you know, for, for many people, it, it, it's like, you know, the, the vast wealth that was left by a rich relative. 
that mm. we didn't even know we had. <laughs> you know, and I love it. And, and, and so it, it really is it's a vast wealth um, of the love of God poured out upon us. So who wouldn't want that on a daily basis? And one of the challenges I find um, is, is that people, you know, a lot, we've all, many have been confirmed, but, we're, but many are not aware of the gifts of the Holy Spirit they've been given. So they're kind of dormant, right? They're mm-hmm. kind of fallen asleep. They're mm-hmm. not alive or active. And so I think, one, the gift of the, this novena is a, really is a gift to all of us. Um, but it helps us to come to a greater awareness of these gifts that we've been given. And so, you know, like, and so that we can, so they can come alive in us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. uh, because, you know, this, like the flames, you know, the the flame is, you know, the, the, the Holy Spirit is poured out, you know, this flame comes alive in us so that we can, you know, um, become the really the disciples whom we're called to be. These mm-hmm. gifts have been given to us so that we can use them in our daily life. And like any gift, it has to be practiced in order for it to to grow, right, and and, and come to perfection. I used yeah. to tell the kids all the time, you know, you play an instrument, how do you get good at it? You practice. Well, this was a music, a gift of music you were given, and so you're using that gift in the same way with these gifts of the Holy Spirit. We've been given them in order for them to come alive and us to grow in those gifts. Um, we have to use them. But to so ask the Lord to enliven you know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit in us, because in those gifts come the fruits, um, which St. Paul talks about. Yeah. Um, well, we're, sp- we're called, Bishop, to use the uh, gifts, the charisms that were given by the Holy Spirit upon our baptism to evangelize the faith and bring others to Christ. So they shouldn't go unused. We're, we're called to use them. We are called to use them, and... Um, but we have to know what they are in order to use them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, the, you know, and and the Lord has given them to for us for a reason, right? And we don't always think about that. These gifts have been given to us for a reason. You know, He didn't have to give us these gifts of the Spirit. He didn't have to give us the Holy Spirit, but He did because He loves us so much, and He wanted His very life, the life, you know, then the love. To come with, to come in us, to be in us, you know, so that we can be dis- the disciples to which He has called us. We can, we can continue. We, we can continue. You know, the the Holy Spirit, I like to say, helps us to drink from the well of eternal life. Mm. You know, and so the more the Spirit is alive in us, the more we will return to the well. You know, mm. um, if you remember the Gospel passage of the woman at the well, one of my favorites. And then, and, and, mm. and Jesus said, if you only knew who you were talking to and you could you know you would drink you would never be thirsty again you know so as, as we go to the well of the lord and the holy the well of the holy spirit will never be thirsty ever ever all of our hopes dreams and desires in jesus will be fulfilled mm. um, and that's his promise and that's why he sent the holy spirit you know to be with us yeah. um, so doesn't mean we won't suffer um, but it means we, if we are, if we do suffer, if we have to suffer in some way, we'll do it joyfully, because because of the very life of Jesus, His Spirit is in us, um, Amen. and it, it's it's a place of union. So, you know, let's, let's go to the well and, and drink from the cup of the Holy Spirit every day. <laughs> Amen. Well, can we can you can you end this segment with us, Bishop, with a little prayer before we let you go? I'd be happy to. Heavenly Father, we give you praise and glory, and we give you thanks for all that you give to us, especially the life, death, and resurrection of your Son, Jesus, because through this gift, 
he sent his spirit upon us so that we may have life in you. So, Father, as we, on, this, on this day of Pentecost, pour out your Holy Spirit all across our land, just for a new outpouring all upon each one of us, our dioceses, our parishes, our families. We need, to, we need this, your Spirit so much. So pour it out in abundance upon us and so that we might be renewed and we might then renew the face of the earth. And may the blessings of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon all of you and be with you forever. Amen. Amen, Bishop. Thank you so much for joining us here in Epiphany. You're welcome. It's good to be with you. Stay with us, everyone. We're going to continue our conversation here on Pentecost Sunday on Epiphany after the break. <laughs> 